Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Thinking on Charge podcast. We're in, we're gonna call this shit season two, episode one, because <laughs> I have lost track of how many episodes we're in from beforehand. But I am Jonathan with Team Salt Boys. I am Ryan with Team Rays. And I am Ernest with Team Empire. And I'm pretty sure we we ended at 19. Hmm. Probably. That's we, a pretty funny because plan. it was uh, episode 10, part nine. There you go. Episode 10, part nine. We're on uh, part. Part two of part episode 10. Well, it's 2022 now. We've already started technically a new season across the board. We're about to enter to open that place. So season two probably works better for us in the long term anyway. Yeah. But uh, we've got a lot to discuss today. Uh, it's been quite the hiatus. I think we've, it's been three months since we recorded. <clears throat> so we're going to skip over all of Nats and all of the worlds. Everybody's talked about it. No, no, no need for us to talk about it. But what I do want to talk about... It, today is Friday. It is the official release of Realm of the Gods. What a set it is. Let's talk about it. Let's kind of, you know, unpack this big-ass fucking set of cards and go from here. So, uh, Ryan, Ernest, I'm sure you guys have all bought product. I got to open some stuff. Bought a couple boxes. I got to, was it? This set was good enough. I got a case. I honestly, I didn't get, like, one full, like, I didn't, like, pay it for it like all up front I did like you know like monthly payments pay. yeah monthly payments because I don't think I can just drop an easy grand I should have done that I should have found, found somebody I could yeah, do that I, with yeah I, so I just did monthly payments I picked up the case this set compared to the last set like absolutely blows it out the water it really there does so many every I don't remember, every Roman God card is a staple and that's already just better than, than last set yep I'm pretty pissed I bought a case of uh about two cases actually of uh, singing showdown with the team and it was a big flop. Oof. Yeah, so we didn't buy this set because we didn't know what was going to happen and we missed. I definitely call that. Yeah, definitely called this set. Um, I really uh, wanted to buy a case of this set. I was really upset that I didn't have the money to do it. It was. Um, this set was definitely. I built three decks because yeah, there was three decks I wanted to build right off the bat. So I just knew I had to get a case because, like, I wanted to build Goku. I wanted to build yellow trunks. I wanted to build other trunks as I call it because, you know. He got himself a, a woman from the streets and he turned into the headlock. Dude, if I was going to make a black deck, though, it would have been Trunks because the artwork on all of the, the SSG uh, Trunks cards are is just beautiful. Like, I love the artwork on all of those Trunks cards. So, shout out to my teammate Trunks, and he told me something funny that I can't, uh, that I'm going to ruin for everybody on the podcast right here. So, um, uh, he calls five drug SPR trunks. Mom, it's my turn. It's, Mom said it's my turn to put in the Xbox trunks. Because <laughs> he's just standing there looking at someone angrily. And uh, the SPR for the uh, Realm of Gods uh, Crimson Hero Strike is when he does his hands up in the air because he's doing the heat dome attack. Mm-hmm. It's uh, him yelling for his mom because his brother's taking off the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that card is forever ruined for me. So I run a uh, place out of the SR now. It's <laughs> great, though. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but uh, this set's got a lot of uh, staples, and it's got a lot of really good decks. I honestly, except for Blue, because, you know, for some reason they just made mini Soul Striker. Yeah, they didn't ban Soul Striker, so why would I play Where's Soul Striker when I could just play Soul Striker? Like, yeah, Blue, is, really, Blue is very, very stagnant. It's, yeah, kinda, not, it's not moving forward at all. Kind of missed the mark on that one. Don't, don't know why they did that one, but they've got some good Blue staples. Be- uh, Beers Destroys and the... Um, the, the new Deadly Defender Goku is really good. So, yeah, blue, I, I like that Goku. It's a, that's really cool. It's really good. I think um, ba- I think every blue deck right now that's that's good is going to play it. Like Baby Vegeta, mm-hmm. uh, Soul Striker, they're going to play it because it's a good card. But it's not like the Primo card because like Yellow Trunks exists and 
the the the, the AFC ball Vegeta can just go swing, pop it because it was barrier. So yellow's still good. Yeah, yellow's still good. Anyone who says yellow's not good is you need a you're bad. Yeah, Yellow's you trash. You need to rethink your life. Got the podcast. <laughs> All right, so if you're playing KP, we're finally, we're finally getting rid of Ernest on the five. <laughs> if you're playing KP, Yellow's trash. <laughs> so we're finally getting rid of that. Yeah, Ernest is gonna be like, I got all these cards on board. Soon with lead, cool. Black Kamehameha, uh, Power of the Super Saiyans, Poutine, Trunks, and like half his board's in rest mode, and he hasn't even got to play his turn. <laughs> I don't know. That's what they said. I said with Icarus, and I just on Icarus. Mm-hmm. You're pooped on by 16 though. <laughs> that was a good game. That, that's that was a good 16, game. That was a really good game. Insane. They got a new card though. The they new, did. Uh, yeah, that new two drop god. Yeah, I've been saying that was a really good card. In fact, I will say Realm of the Gods, Erring Sealed. Blue Green is fucking goaded. You've been making me say goaded now, so thanks for that, Ryan. And I, with the, <laughs> go, go, I haven't said the full phrase. I'll say it. Whenever I get to something on the podcast, I'll say it. I'll say it. But it's pretty funny. But, uh,. Uh, I think uh, I think the what uh, I, I do get the drafting thing because when we go when we go to different decks, I don't really like drafting all too much. Oh, it's like, terrible. Yeah, we don't draft. we don't do draft at the vault either. We did this. This is, this is not a draft like game at all. No. Not like magic where they where they make actual hold, cards. Hold in. The only set that was good for draft was more of martial arts. That's draft it. Box. The draft box is even like because you had to use that one specific leader. It still wasn't all that great. I hate that. Yeah, oh, that like so the, the, the the original draft box. The original oh. draft box. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, where you you had the four different leaders. That, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You have one copy of four. We don't have draft boxes anymore. One of the four leaders. I miss. You have four copies of one leader. I miss. I miss. That's still trash list. then. <laughs> I miss four unique leaders for your draft because I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. If 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 you could. Open up all, uh, one pack of four different leaders, and then the four players choose their leader. Oh, yeah. Then it would have been okay. You didn't get to do that for original draft box. I yeah. just remember, yeah, you had to buy more draft boxes. You had because when yeah. you open it, Dandai is doing Dandai things. Was, right? oh, that was so dumb. I remember I said that too. Original draft box, because when, when I go when I when I went in with my buddy, because it was me and like two of the people, we were all like you know get our own leaders, and then our showrunner was like, yeah, so. Banner just released the information. It's only one leader for the whole thing. I was like, that sucks. Mm-hmm. You know what would have been really good to draft is the Battle Evolution. Battle of yeah, it wouldn't have been that bad. I actually wouldn't have minded that. It would have been really goaded for, like, if you got, like, a, a heroine. Because heroine's pretty good. Cause they have, cause there they there a, was a lot of leader-locked stuff in Evolution Box, though. Like... That's why I'm saying that... Print staples, though, like Fiend and Nimbus yeah. and... But see, that's that's why I'm saying that like World Martial Arts was their best draft draft Draftable. pack. Yeah. yeah, because every uh, uh, super combo could work with every leader. Every it, no matter what leader you used, it was a viable deck in in that format. Uh, the secret rare worked in every single deck. Like th- that was the that four blue for it though. Not always. Always. Some uh, like the, sorry, an, the like announcer, you could it you didn't tap, have a specified cost. You do the tap six blue <laughs> My guy, if you're prepping six blue for a secret in a draft though, in a draft. Oh well, you know, yeah, fair enough. You can get there. I got the yeah, turn eight in a draft. I got I got the turn eight in a draft before. Yeah, so like that's that's what I'm saying. Like World Martial Arts was the best draft format but that we could have. Back to that's the That segue. That's the segue to talk about. <laughs> Um, I think all the extra cards are hella good. I think in like I think they're all playable in terms of just 
like versatility. Blue got a really good one because Beerus destroys and that gives them an answer to like red best color. Like <laughs> gives them the <laughs> gives them a viable answer. Oh, by the way, speaking of red, before I continue with blue being able to answer this, their non-barrier silver bullets now, like in an actual like way that doesn't you know just put it back in hand because it bottom decks them, which is actually really good. So. Mm-hmm. It can hurt a lot of Gogeta players that they're like, you know, struggling to get like a Goku or Vegeta and they just bottom it so they just lose access to it now. Mm-hmm. Or if they're playing stuff like, you know, like Whis or um, or Borgos and they're non-barriers so and trying to hit Sensu Beans and stuff like that, you just probably get rid of them. Really good. But, um... Red. <laughs> tell me how you're gonna... Tell me how they're gonna make Realm of Gods, uh, the Realm of Gods Ultra Instinct that's gonna automatically power creep the uh, gigantic meteor because it doesn't negate your leader skills at all. And it gives you plus 15 to draws a card on your opponent's turn. And on your turn, it chooses a card with energy cost greater than your... chooses one of your opponent's battle cards with energy cost greater than energy and negates it by 30. Like, that's seems, pretty good. Seems good. I mean, Gigantic Meteor is still pretty good, though, because if, if, if you're using it in the right decks that actually negs your opponent's boards by different amounts... Then you can just blow up their entire field with the one card. You can, I mean, you can do that with Goku because you have the Frieza and the Vegeta. One ignores a barrier, and one just hits a card connecting number fifteen. I get mean, what you're saying, but like, I just see more value in not being able to negate your skills, so you can actually, you know, Realm of God, Realm of God, um, Realm of God, Realm of God, and then you can just chomp them if you need to go for game. Like you've got Realm of Gods in your hand. But in that instance, I would still say Frieza's Death Ball is still better. Yeah, hundred percent. But if you're not. <laughs> But if you're not running Freezer Death Balls or they're in your side, you don't have access to them at that point. I I, I think you should use uh, Freezer Death Ball over Realm of the Gods. If you're gonna use something that that needs to get rid of something big, you you wouldn't want to use the Realm of the Gods. You would want to still use Max Power. Like even though it's off color, it, it reason, gets rid of more cards throughout the game than than Realm of the Gods could. You can't run Max Power in D7 though. Cause uh-huh. You can't warp cards out of your uh, drop. That's just to get it back to your hand. You can still use it to yeah, get rid yeah, of... Yeah, but the, the, the issue with it, though, is that, like, is, like, A, if I need to charge it, or B, if it's, like... That's why I said, even though it's off-color, it, yeah. it's still a better card in general. I just think... I mean, different opinions always, but I just yeah. still think Rebel Guys is just the better removal card for right now for Red. I do agree with you that really good, because I love the card, and the card is also really good, but... Are you using Koitsukai in your U7 deck? Yeah. Okay. Because you can move from game. Yeah. It okay. from game doesn't warp itself. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So. so, free advice. For the few people that watch our podcast or listen to it. Yeah. Free, uh, <laughs> free advice. You can you remove cards from... Any card that says remove it from game, you can run it and you send it to It is not warped. It is removed from the game. Yep. Yeah. You can also use the uh, drop area negate. Uh, restraint? Yeah. yeah. The, one, restraint. Um, the one with Gohan like screaming. Final, I think it's like last name. Or it's a uh, oh. seven negate. Yeah. Yeah, the solo saying is a really good card. I like the artwork for that. It's probably one of the best cards you could use in that deck as a negate just because it's in the drop area and you do mill a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that deck's, that deck's not fair a lot more versatility, especially with Super Red Magics. Mm-hmm. I agree with that statement. But um, there are just a lot of staples in the set in general. I feel like it's like kind of like set 10, where set, a lot of people just like you know don't remember set 10, but set 10 has a lot of staples in it, like Charismatic Villain. Yeah. Um, all the counter free yeah. counter plays. All the free counter plays. A lot of the unisons are still very viable yep. from set ten. Mm-hmm. I, I think plenty of people will still remember set ten though because uh, because the, they did decide to to reprint the whole set. It was a meta changing yeah. set. The only reason why I say that is because when I when I talk when people are like because like a lot of people I've talked to 
as for like why Septim got a reprint you know, because they had like about well, just one answer alone. There was the little the cycle of counterplays alone is enough for a reprint. Mm-hmm. Like that, that that that's like that's the, like the counterplays, the first unisons, baby hatch. That was some uh, of them. I'm just saying that that was one of the the yeah, the two the two sets that reprinted yeah. had a bunch of staples. Yeah, yeah. there were the Wolf Fang Fist was another good, mm-hmm. good card that is, that, that is yeah the f- the free counter Dormant, cards mm-hmm. Dormant potential getting another reprint is Jonathan's favorite card to get reprinted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Dormant prospect. It wasn't a set card, but it did come out set ten. It was one of the promos for set ten. It was a TP, yes. It was a TP promo. Well, that was quite a TP. I remember them being like eighty to hundred a piece. Yep. Regardless of winner promo or not, stupid. Also, we're going back to having like really good leaders this set as well. Like Yusuf and Goku, extremely good leader skill. Trunks being able, both Trunkses in general, being able to have multiple. Like skills, like you're able to. So, like the black trunks, you can uh, defend your unison, and you can also have removal with the leader. Yellow trunks, you're able to loop your graveyard to play uh, to keep the X evolving. Like, like there's just a lot of um, uh, good leaders. Beerus and Chompa being um, this new, like they kind of they, they did what they wanted to do with Lord Slug, but they made a 15k on the front. Are the on your own awakened side and a 20k on the back, you know, because was well, a Lord Slug was a 10k on the back, 20k on the front. Mm. If you if your opponent had seven or more cards or something like that, I still think let's look. But um, <laughs> uh, you know you're starting at a lower life total. You know a lot of people you know uh, especially or me and Ernest can attest it. Like a lot of people wrote off keep Piccolo because you start at a lower life total than like normal. So people a lot of people wrote it off at the beginning because they, you know. You know, I you, did that too. Yeah. I I was just like starting off at six. Like I don't want to do that. I just read the deck existence. I I played it because I I opened up my two boxes of that and then had it just happened to have every card for it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll I'll go ahead and make it. So I made it. I played it the first day as soon like just testing it. I wasn't playing against anybody. I was just test drawing, and I was like, dang, this deck draws a lot. And then I think somebody else uh, was like, can I play against it? And I was like, sure. And then I, it just went really, really far in my favor, and I was like, "Wow, this, this, all right, I like this deck. I'm gonna see how much more I can do with it." Forget my favorite story. Like I almost got that. Reason I built this, I almost got bodied by it. Because <laughs> I was playing, I was playing full power swap at the time. Like hmm. literally, if it wasn't for the secret, I lost because he didn't have enough to bite my board. Because his, like his whole board was an egg. And um, I was like, "This is a cool deck. I'm gonna build it." Build it. Check it to locals one day. Three days later, it gets second place. <laughs> Never forget. Three day wonder. Three day wonder. King Piccolo. Hell yeah! I know. Cool. I remember. I helped you build that deck that day, and then we played it a couple times. And then that weekend, we both almost went, or I technically did go undefeated because I only lost that first game because I wasn't there. Yeah, like no, I no, showed no. up a second late, and then they gave me the loss. I was like, no, okay, so but I didn't actually lose lost, a game. Though. I didn't actually lose a game that you I played. You guys were at King Piccolo pretty high. Uh, you guys took it to PPG. You guys, uh, I mean, we both we both Justin uh, Justin Rios with that as well. Yeah, we you know, both Justin lost. Rios the, the better the better King Piccolo player. Yep. I mean, well, I mean, he also player. got first in that yeah. tournament. It was funny as shit because we we talked about it because we, we were still struggling with the mirror match, mm-hmm. but like I think it was only you and me that really played the deck. So whenever you and me played, it was just like a toss up. Mm-hmm. But um, he told us that day that he had played. Every other match was King Piccolo. <laughs> yeah. I think he played three or four King Piccolo decks. Yeah. It was four out of the six rounds. He played, he played against the King Piccolo yeah. deck. All of, every match except for one match, I think, was except for two matches two. for King Piccolo. It was one of them was Agra Sen, mm-hmm. and the other one was Dark Broly. 
But uh, a lot, also a lot of the new red cards you can play in Pico Go too, like mm-hmm. the new Vegeta Secret and the new Goku. Um, really good uh, finishers and red decks in general. If anybody wants to give me a really good deal on the Vegeta Secret, please, <laughs> <laughs> please do. Yeah, give him the God Rare, please. I want that card. I don't, I don't care which one I get. Let's I just want God one. Rare. God, God Rare. Rare. This is the first God Rare we've had, and I okay. I told and the it's guys. Vegeta. <laughs> I said that this would probably drop because uh, there's gonna be a shit ton of this product. Three to five hundred for the God Rare. No, no I, I still think that that card is going to go up to around 1,000 to 2,000. It's not even at 1,000 right now. I, well, the first one was binned at 900. Yeah. And now they've been slowly coming yes. down. If it, if it ever comes down to like, what do you think? Three to 500. If it ever comes down to 300, I'm picking one up. Like, I don't think I'm going to pick one up. If that card goes below 500, buy it. Goku and Frieza was get, like sitting at three to three to 400, now it's sitting at less than 200. Yeah, but that's thing that sucks. Yeah, but it was supposed, supposed to be a collector card. I will but eventually I, beat I, you with that card. Remember with the... <laughs> my bet's still going on. My bet's still going on. If they beat me with that, they beat me at it with that card. I have to buy them. I have to buy them this podcast. I go through Frieza. I still, I still happens, have like seven months. Eight, like maybe ten. eight. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. dollars. <laughs> uh, Ernest is going to play with a red deck and I'm just going to immediately just start signing cards in for it. And when I see it, no, when I see it go to the drop area, I'm gonna go ahead and scoop because he can't beat me with it now. <laughs> One of my friends told me that you were just gonna scoop be, uh, uh, if if I get to turn five. As soon as I get to turn five, you're just like, all right, picking it up. Let's no, go to round two. As soon as we get to turn five, you <laughs> play that card. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go step fast, Goku. I bet I win. <laughs> I'm okay. gonna somehow untap three energy or five energy Go-do. and play the the other Vegeta. Do you like the God Rare? Have you seen it in person? I've uh, not seen no. it in person. We, I have not seen it. We just saw person. Darian pull it though. Yeah, we saw one of our, our local guys pull one you posted in the chat. Correct. Um We had a lot of boxes going the Galaxy too. We didn't see a single uh, God Rare. A lot of Vegeta stuff. Vegeta's Vegeta surprisingly didn't pull a lot, so for it's still keeping a high value. Oh. Not at our shop. Our shop only had one Vegeta get pulled out of I think four or five cases. A lot of Kai's and a lot of uh I pulled a Vegeta out of the premium yeah. pack. The, yeah, the, the, the Unison was the most pulled in our shop. And it's the, sh- the shittiest. Yeah. I thought, the shittiest. I'm, I'm so glad someone says this. Because everyone's like the Kai. No, the Kai is, the Kai is Kai's, pretty... Kai's good. Kai's pretty good. Especially yes. if, like, if you like... It's just, a, it's just a, pure, it's a pure generic black secret. You can only run on black picks if you want the true value for it. Mm-hmm. Because it's a 20k double strike that also just has fucking um, floodgate. It's just a floodgate, too. It's a pretty powerful flood. If your opponent has like one life, they're not fucking swinging at you. Nothing's gonna get turned sideways. Except for you. So I think it's battle cards like Conroe. What's up? Holding Conroe. Oh wow. They're in their free box tournament. Alright you guys, you hear that? Go to he the got box. a free box and and got the God Rare? I don't know if they got the free box, but they were hosting a free box tournament. Okay, okay. Alright guys, you heard it. Go to uh, Galaxy Gaming because we're selling poor God Rare yet. <laughs> but they were sold out on Wednesday whenever I went. Or last Saturday when I went. Go to the sauce. But uh so I don't know if we've clarified yet. I don't know if there is clarification yet. I've heard one in three cases, one you know, in four cases, one in ten cases. I've heard one in eighteen cases. Yeah, that, I've heard, I've heard one I'm in pretty sure it's one in two or three. But because it's one in two, it would be kind of like the. Um, I've heard it's one the, per shipment. The, oh, that that would be crazy. I can understand one per like master case. That would make sense. That makes sense. I agree with you that. But, you know, I could also see one in three or one in four. What's a master case? 12 cases? Yeah. So, just like... Uh, it's not a shipment because a shipment's like, what, like three, ma- like four master cases? 
anniversary box had like there was the one liter the chase card for anniversary box for a display of four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you did let's say twelve cases in a master case, one in three would make sense. But you don't control which case is which. So technically you could order four cases, you could pull all four and theoretically. No, yeah, theoretically. And everybody else gets what's, shit. What's on. the high rarity in Yu-Gi-Oh? The highest rarity? Yeah. Uh, depends on who you ask. Because some people will say ghost rare. Some people will say dual terminal rares. Some people will say uh, ultimate rares. Some people will say the new collector rares, starlight rares. Starlights. Those, Star- those are the most expensive ones. Generally. I don't like, no, because uh, I think the most expensive cards, the, I might be wrong, don't, 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 don't kill me. <laughs> I think the most, most rare, rare card that's not like, you know, you know, first edition, like, first edition confirmed, you know, Dark Magician or Blue Eyes because collector value. Okay, but so I'm just talking about per, per I think case. the most expensive rare, like, rarity card is the Ghost Rare Stardust Dragons. I think it's sitting around. Yeah, but that, that's still a reprint. I'm talking about four specific cases. Yeah, like brand new set. Is the Starlight. Oh, the new, for the new, for the new stuff, for the new rarity, it's Collector's Rare. Collector's Rare are the new uh, high rarity. Uh, oh, it's then yeah, Starlight Rares too. Okay. They, they come so, in so, so the Starlight Rare was always uh, one in every two cases, but people could buy two or three cases and still not pull one. Yes. So I I think that that's the same thing that that they did with the God Rare. It could it's technically still one every two cases, but you could buy two, three, four cases and still not pull one. Because that's just how probability. Works. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm even bad at math, but there's only one thing I'm gonna say. That's that's probability. I don't like, think it's that number because there would be way more God rare pools, like pictures, if that were the case. But, but see, that, that's the thing with the, with the Starlight. Even though people buy a bunch of cases, they still don't pull that many. I think I think what they did is that they just like they had like a guy standing on top of a guardrail and just start throwing them in boxes. <laughs> just them they just said, "You get one, you get one, you don't get one." We'll this get case one. gets two. We'll find out probably on our next episode because by one then, of us is gonna pull it. Until <laughs> until Bandai officially says, "Hey, there's one in this many cases," but it's there's no telling exactly how many cases there. I'm is. pretty sure the only pe- the only two three people who will know officially is gonna be Bandai, Core, and PPG because Core and PPG open up enough product. So they could probably get a uh, core and PPG open up the products. But that would still be probabilities. No, because eventually you get enough numbers where you can round down to an accurate statistic. But it's still a probability. But the probabilities end at a certain point. That's what I'm saying. If it was just like us where we opened up like, we're like, okay, so let's say like you, me, and Jonathan have enough money to get shipment, right? That's not enough. That's not enough. I want to go into like numbers here really for real because I'm going to hit you with some statistics about standard deviations and I don't want to do that. Yeah, I think we're going to bore the podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that after. That's funny shit though. But, um, but uh, anyways, uh, the God Rare, didn't they also, they, I'm gonna, we're going to completely deviate off of this like for five fucking minutes so I'm not going to do that. But um, I like the God Rare. A lot of people I knew were talking smack about the God Rare because they were like, it's just, it should look good. It's just yeah, like, it doesn't look good. I was like, bro, I don't give a fuck, bro. Look at my boy Vegeta. He looking, he looking goaded with the sauce. Like, they should have swapped the pictures. I don't care which artwork I get. I just want the card. Oh wait, hold on. I'll tell you what. It, it what is it? It's 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 sexy jutsu no style goaded with the sauce. Jesus. <laughs> so Colin said that the reason why he doesn't like the God Rare is because that moment in Super failed. Yeah. Like, he 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 defeated Topo. But he didn't. Not with that attack. Was it with was it that thing? Mm-mm. I have to go rewatch Super now. Yeah. All right, we're in the podcast. <laughs> All right, everybody have a good night. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Find the episode. Watch the episode. Come back. All right. It's still one of my favorite moments, though. Honestly, it's it's a great moment, but the fact like most of the time, anytime Vegeta does something like extremely powerful, he doesn't win with that. 
I saw a, I saw a picture recently that, that reminded me that they had the Final Flash card, and they said, dude, Final Flash is one of the most badass attacks, but let's be honest, it's not really final because it doesn't finish off anything. And I go, bro, why do you get to do one like that? <laughs> Honestly, though. Are you talking about the final flash? Yeah. <laughs> Some, somebody put... Or uh, final explosion. No, somebody put the... Uh, I saw this today. was like, the, the reason why they call it final flash is because it's the final move he uses before he gets mocked. <laughs> Bro, stop going my boy like that. But, um... I love Vegeta, though. I like the guy. Chris Abbott's awesome. I think it looks nice. I think they chose the best secret to give it to in this set because Vegeta is just uh, a high-demand secret. And it is right now uh, one of the red. Am I getting picked up by other mics? Uh, no, I just changed it to where Ernest wasn't the only one picking up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but, um, editing magic. Editing magic. <laughs> but, um. So, let's say this. They gave a lot of fan service this set. They really they, did. I agree. Yeah. I feel like they knew that their shit wasn't picking up with the power creep situation that they gave all these shitty sets to. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, we got to come back because we're... You like a steadfast Goku or Tarlis. I mean, that was decent stuff, but like it wasn't enough to lift the set. No, but that's like that's why I didn't like that set because they only had two good cards in it. Well, that and the Arrival Goku. Because the Arrival Goku came out of that set, right? Arrival Goku? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what I call it. It's the, it's Wait, the no, 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 no. You're talking about Divine Presence? Yes. No, no Divine Presence came out way before that. Oh, okay. That was one set before. I wasn't too sure. I say way before. Yeah, like three three months season. before. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unlike unlike this past set where it was like six months. Dude, that set got me fiended for more cards, bro. People talking about Bandai releases probably too much. I'm like, bro, we'll just keep it on like the three or four month cycle, dog, because you got me fiended when you release good cards. <laughs> I, I am really upset with Rumble of the Gods how they they produced and showed us everything that we were gonna get. <coughs> Three months before it actually came out, which I understand the delays and everything is just, ugh. I can agree with that. Like, I think it um, sucked so much. I think you they, they put a lot. Of, I mean, it did do a lot for like the hype and build up, but like, dude, I got bored of playing decks really quickly yeah. once I started proxying because I was just like, I just want to play the, I just want the new cards in my hand. Mm-hmm. I want new cards. There's so many people that tested this since the. Reveal. The, the reveals and they're probably already bored with this format and this format just started the format really didn't change a whole lot you know like U7 Goku yeah but yellow good deck I basically think, changed to trunks I think the format is changing because like last set it was literally if you're not playing Kid Icarus or Gogeta Zuna you're not playing anything I think the set's got a lot except of except King Piccolo what's up? except King, King Piccolo King oh. Piccolo is still strong <laughs> I meant to say Gogeta Zuna Soul Striker is still I was strong a video between uh, New King Vegeta versus Vegeta Zeno. That's why I said that. But uh, if you weren't playing Kid Icarus or uh, Vegeta Zeno, you weren't playing anything. Really. And at the end of the day, like or King okay, but, but Ryan, <laughs> every or Android sixteen, every new set comes through the same thing of I'm going to test a bunch of the new stuff and then eventually move back to fall, my last deck. Go down to like what's stronger. No, so, I, I agree. Yeah, so right. Fest and online regionals, you're going to see a bunch of new topping decks, and then eventually you're going to come back down to what's the top five, top six decks in the room. I really forget to do online regionals because I know because we're recording on a Friday. Uh, what is it, March 11th? 11th. Yeah, March. Uh, 14th. Today's. The I work with dates, and I'm really bad <laughs> with dates, so I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, we're on March 11th, so tomorrow is Magna Carta, right? Or Magna yeah, Carta. Tomorrow's Magna Carta. So, I honestly, yeah, Jonathan, before we recorded, asked me if I was participating. I honestly forget online regionals exist. I know Leonard's probably doing it because he likes to sign up for those. 
because it's, it's easier for him because um, some people do find it a lot easier. But I just think that we need to kind of cut out online regionals now that we're going to um, – now, now that we're becoming like you know doing more viral events yeah. like you know we're doing fests now we had worlds we had nats I don't necessarily agree with that oh, we had, worlds was online but I did not agree with that at all I yeah I, I don't agree with the worlds being online I understand why they did it yeah but I, I didn't worlds, like <laughs> worlds is a big event and I really do think that like because I know I don't I know well, someone said to me and it makes kind of sense but I I kind of don't agree with the with it as well because it would make more sense if it was an online event because it's more inclusive and it lets us you know connect through like a wider audience and I, I agree but it makes more sense for us to connect like you know you know like Dragon Ball is all about connections through like you know through like fighting and friendship and all that shit like that you know meeting other people from like different worlds like you know other saints from other universes other like aliens in general and shit like that like have it like like you know like Bandai should have invited those people out and I'm not like you know bashing on Bandai for choosing their decision. Ultimately, they're the company and they can just choose not to fucking have it. Yeah. But, you know, um, I, I still feel like it should have been an event where, where everybody should have met each other, you know? And I just... See, I, like I, with Yu-Gi-Oh, they, they used to do where if you got an invite to Worlds, they paid for your trip to go to Worlds. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, like uh, Konami just paid for people to go. And that like wherever they wanted to host it at, like everybody got to go there. I don't forget the. I'm gonna go just, just a tad bit because I want to say this, and then we're gonna go back on. I never forget the worlds where they had the uh, the voice of uh, of uh, the pharaoh, Atem. They got him to oh, be the cool. announcer for worlds. That's awesome. That, that Actually, was, I remember that. that I, did, I did. I did that. That was the latest worlds. Bandai, we need to do that with like announcer. I want an announcer to come oh, up on stage. Yeah, dude, the actual like, announcer would be amazing. And just be like, yo, kids, get ready for the third world. Like, just some hype oh, shit. That would be awesome, That'd actually. That would be awesome. Not hype like David, though, because he's not hype at all. But anyways, back to back to, um, back to to online tournaments. Um, but I, um, but, um, I'll, I'll say this. Okay. I was okay with <laughs> online regionals during COVID because it gave us something to do. It kept the game alive. But now that we're going back to norm- normality they need to keep the same energy with prizing in in person because that was always the shittiest part of going to like a regional event was like you would go and instantly neg even if you topped you negged um, and they need to bring the prizing up to in person and i understand why they do online it keeps costs down you reach more people it's cheaper for host to host the event because they don't have to get a venue ship stuff out um but if everybody wants to play in person there should be this trade-off right there should be better pricing for uh, for in real life events versus online events right online events can still have good pricing but they should be better pricing for for real life as a business standpoint you have to view it as i'm if I'm PPG or if I'm core or if I'm whoever's hosting, I'm spending out of pocket venue costs. I have to pay for employees to be there, food, stay, like board, all this stuff, mileage to travel, all these costs you don't have for hosting an online event. So it would make sense business-wise to have better pricing online because you can uh, allocate those costs to better prices. Yes. Right? Uh which is backwards for players because it's like, well, I'm spending money to go travel and get room and food and board and whatever uh, as opposed to playing from my computer and getting better prizes. So it's just a 
for for the businesses though, wouldn't it be more tax deductible for them to to do that to spend more money at the venues? No. Why not? Because not everything's right off written off. Unfortunately. I don't know all of what I need to know about that stuff. That's no, a, that's, a discussion that's another discussion we need to talk right. about. Here's <laughs> the business. Here's going into business related thing. You know, bring up that meme of Goku doing his taxes. Go on, walks in. Are you doing your taxes? Yeah, don't tell your mom about this. Also, a lot of this stuff is from Bandai, right? It's not necessarily getting <coughs> off by PPG or Core or whoever. So, I don't have all the details of what happens in the back room there, so I can't tell you for sure, but. Yeah, you have some things you can write off, but not everything. So it's still not going to create the difference. I think um, uh, going forward with pricing, because I, I want to bring up a point about pricing. I think if they keep doing, if they do the pricing they're doing for Cardfest now, for every uh, real life event they do right now, I think we'll be fine. Because have you seen the pricing for for the fests? We can look at it. They're really, it's really, really good. I saw a video of the the Kai Seeker rare, and it looks. Well, the Kai really, Secret really looks good. amazing, yeah. especially because I think the guy who posted it was at the first place one, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, I mean, they said it was alt art. All it is is just slapped on there with like a first place and fest. Yeah. So it's not really an alt art, but it looks nice. I'm not it really does. It, it looks really good. It looks really nice, and um, I'm just glad that the they're doing a good secret because remember when they did the the, the Senshin on secret <laughs> and that guy was kind of poopy. <laughs> I mean, it's, it would play every once in a while. Don't get me wrong, the but promo kind of, secret rare. But like, so here you go. You get your fest set. You get a ten card set. Um, some of them have alt arts. Some of them don't. Uh, mainly the. Well, those, these are new. Yeah, those two are new cell cards. This is yeah. is this reprint or new? That's a that's a that's an alt art reprint. That's the uh, that's the uh, anniversary. Go tanks. Go tanks. Yeah, that's a six shop anniversary go tanks. The one that's got. Um, I can't read it because I don't have my glasses on. Is this a reprint? No, that's from the... <laughs> that's the Majin Buu from the set with the green Majin Buu leader, bro. Oh, so... So yeah. it is a reprint. Yeah, it's a reprint. It's not an alt art. What did I say? Well, I asked if it was a reprint. You said oh, no. I thought, I, thought you, I thought you said if it was an alt art. My brain's not working. I, I recognize... A l- no, it's an alt art, dude. It's got a stamp on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this freeze is going to be pretty nice. I know those are expensive right the now. The 5 freeze is really good. The oh, I like that card. I think spicy for the I, double strike Goku. <laughs> I think the two best cards. I do like the event pack uh, reprints. Uh, like, nice. A lot of those are really nice. You don't. You, uh, my favorite one, especially, is Tiny Hand uh, Piccolo Junior Unison, uh, because if you look really closely, what his hand in the back looks like a tiny hand. Yes. <laughs> so I call it Tiny Hand Unison. I want um, the Eradicator because I hate the foiling of the draft box version. Oh, of that. So fun, I really want that eradicator. Fun fact, fun fact about that. Um, so we're looking at the event pack nine right now. Uh, the higher dragon that's in this event pack, uh, that artwork doesn't exist anywhere. That is a new card in general, in, in terms of you know reprints. That's a new card because that that's not the one of the the higher dragon from uh, the field the the field spell go, uh, Gohan deck where he's sleeping. That's the one from the I think that's the OG one that they just took out Goku to go on. So that's that's a that's a new artwork for that that higher dragon. I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was funny. It's gonna feel bad when you open multiple higher dragons. If I open up a higher dragon, I'm ripping. <laughs> I'm surprised you would rip that up, considering you had all the the, uh, the shitty promo TPs of uh, what's his name? Oh, fucking peel off! I hate that shit. No, the other one, the sure. fat Gogeta. What is his name? Oh, Deku. I, I love my Dekus. Shout out to my Dekus. I don't know um, where you were at, but you're somewhere in my house. Another repost reprint. Card needs to be reprinted. That card's insanely expensive. 
And I do like the rosy. I do like the rosy too. The best reprints out of this out of this pack, event pack nine, are definitely the repost, the Kai that goes into the Judas Zeno deck. And um, probably then I probably do agree with the the rosy. Yeah, I like I do agree with the new full then for the uh, the eradicator. eradicator piece. I think Piccolo Unison is really good. Piccolo Unison is, is just still the staple. To yeah, play. the the Piccolo Unison I still would stick with the SPR version over the event pack or the fest stamp. Like I, I like the SPR version a lot. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn. I kind of run tiny hands to be honest. I mean, I mean it's just got the all SR these version. Unison set card. Prince, Majin Buu. I don't get why they did that with the 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 Piccolo Junior Unison though. Because they, Piccolo, the they put him Jr. in both. It is it, it is a lot. That, that card's like probably still the most played Unison. In my opinion, the most played Unison in the game. So I kind of agree. I kind of disagree because I kind of agree that it should be reprinted a lot. But they have a lot of Unisons in this set that are that already have a reprint from uh, the reprint sets but what the baby's use? nice the boo's nice the I like the boo I want I want some of the boos because I've only ever pulled two and I traded them as soon as I got them and the, I really wish I could get some the more. two ones I like the most out of here is the Broly SR from the Broly deck the one that looks at top five for an extra card extra card with an accurate battle skill and the uh, anniversary box Toei I like that one as well it's okay it's, uh, I think it's good I think the trunks is really nice Trunks is always good. I think. Uh, I think. Uh, um, is that great? Great priest, the same one from the new set. Yeah, it's the new set. Great oh priest. wow! Uh, I didn't realize that. Funny ruling here: you have to have a Zeno or a God leader to activate main. Yeah, I think it might be Grand Priest and Zeno, but uh, was that your, your teammate? Tried to play this with a Goku leader, and he tried to activate main, and I was like, "Sir, what's the activate main? Is that a Narada?" No, it's on the card. Uh, basically, it's instead of playing three blue, you can just do three any color. The mm -hmm. activate means pay three colorless. Yeah. Any. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, my bad, my bad. Okay. Yeah. So besides the point, uh, there's a bunch of cards here, right? That are just stamped with fest on it. Yeah. And of yeah. course, my my mouse is doing the mouse thing now. Nice. Dude. <laughs> we got one more set to go down there. Uh, they got a bunch of. They have a couple of their reprints that. <laughs> Um, uh, <coughs> our is dying, so we're going to skip past that real quick. Um, I think the two best cards to be printed from here: Realm uh, of the Gods, Realm of Gods, Black Heavenly Hall, and uh, Three Jump. Sorry about that. And Bulma, I the, the two drop Bulma, I'm not going to see Bulma. Bunny Bulma. Four drop, four drop rare Bojack, by the way, from the Bojack set. Um, Altar, the card that got you know that's not played anymore. Right. <laughs> Altar. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, I'm going to want the Bulma, the Bardock, and that's probably it. Uh, then we got these event pack 8s that nobody wants anymore. That's not true. What do you want from this pack? Uh, I always want my Bardocks. Actually, no. I like. I want my uh, my trunks. Uh, my trunk I want healing pods. I don't want any of those cards. Oh, and here we go. All right. Fest stamped secret rare and Fest winner stamped secret rare. I remember rare. when this got announced first off. People were talking about that the Kai innocent or the Kai secret was going to be with everybody who uh, signed up for the event. Notice the foiling here is not yes. here. Yeah. Yes. So That's that was the, the the first place one is what somebody showed a video of That's today. Really nice. I think it was the fest winner. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it, it looks really nice. I like the sleeves. Sleeves are good. I think uh, no mat though. I'm I'm ups I'm gonna be upset if the sleeve quality is uh, I mean, just shit. I don't care about mats. I don't fucking love mats. I don't care about like not having a mat, mostly because like 
I, I was upset about not getting a top eight mat and mats, but I got a top sixteen one. There was no top eight, so like there was nothing exclusive to top eight, which which kind of made me upset. And then I was just like, you know, what? I don't care about mats anyway, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> but I feel like the, at at uh, Naz they should have made a top eight uh, play mat as well. Look at Ernest, he's going off right now. Man. You hear that, Bandai? Give me an exclusive Stop. for being in top eight. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> All right, five hundred and twelve person offline event. This is for fest. Yeah, I think, we're uh, supposed to be at capacity pretty soon, if not already. I think Evan posted uh, something on the main Facebook page about them getting really close to their max number. Can you imagine trying to top sixteen a five hundred and twelve man tournament? Yeah, because I am. I, I've been in a. 1300 person tournament before and I was really trying and I, I was like two in Dragon Ball one went away Luckily. in Dragon Ball no it was in Yu-Gi-Oh I don't think the I think the largest Dragon Ball event I've ever been a part of is like 160 was that the T.O.P.? it was uh, no PPG. our PPG had like two 204 or something like that which one? The, no, the, the one we went to in Dallas mm. oh yeah okay well that was my biggest event and this is more than double yeah, this is a big event. This is if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna Why is this not a top thirty two or top sixty four? I don't know to be honest, and I agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah I think a top thirty two should be the Oh actually I did, I forgot to look this up, so I actually I don't know if this is changing. I I, I really wish they would say if they're gonna change like change update the website because we're not doing um because um what is it? Uh I'm brain farting right now, so discontinue anything I'm saying, but I wonder if we're actually gonna do it day, day two because we're starting at ten. Right? Like we're actually starting at 10? Yeah. Did they? Oh, hold on, hold on. Each three wins, up to 12 wins. What? Hmm. Is this including day one and day two? That what might be, you? um, I don't know. I, you better not be playing 12 rounds. Each three wins. I mean, it might be 12 rounds at the beginning because if it, it's it's probably allocating to, like, I've played a big round tournament because I played Yu-Gi-Oh! where they did, like, a 13-round tournament for yeah. YCS Fort Worth. That was a big yeah. fucking tournament. You were there for the... Yeah, remember that? That's where I first met Ernest. That's one of the. Uh, I think that's one of the first times I met Ernest. And it was like on a side by, and the second time I met Ernest, it was at uh, the the regional hosted by DNA. That, that was here in, in Houston, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was hosted by DNA though, like on Houston. Yeah, yeah we we met at Simpai's the week before, and then that Saturday we met again yeah. at, at the Yu-Gi-Oh regionals. I can't remember which one. Uh, I wasn't playing at that regionals, but. Yeah. We, uh, we talked for a bit. That was funny because he was right across from me. And I was put, well, talking to my homeboy. He got his text on which sucked. <laughs> that was pretty rough. But um, I was just there to support Colin and to drive him. But um, all the regionals aside, <laughs> I'm actually excited for the uh, for the Inter Life events because I am going to um, uh, Arlington for the Card Fest. Yeah, I will not be going. I am married with a child and uh, father and husband duties supersede Dragon Ball Super. So, are you going for some? <laughs> are you going? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, uh, I know. Um, I know a lot of people from Houston in general are going because you yeah, know y'all got a room as a team, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there's like five of us going from the vault, and we don't even know where we're staying yet. The vault. I think there's gonna be two or three boys going uh, from my team. Confirmed. Confirmed. Yeah, I think I, don't I thought, know I think if I thought they're staying anywhere. He said he's a. Uh, he said his work work he, work is keeping him from going. Which sucks. Who? Tony. Oh yeah. The one from Dallas. The. Huh? 
Tommy from Dallas? So Tony. 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 Okay. So you say Tommy, I was like, wait, what? There's a literally lives there. Something we want to talk about for Fest that we completely missed. Best of one pre-side. Oh yeah, the new the pre-side. I, I think it's I think it's I think it's been so another year I can do it, but it's that was called the fab uh what is it, the fab format the fab format because they they had that format because flesh and blood just, in case just you don't an know. FYI though shout out to Hermistal because they suggested that months ago like a long time ago uh, I I want to say it was when Mike got back on the podcast for for a day. And he was like, this is the best format that they should do. And they should try it out. Honestly, I think it's how you should just handle best of ones going forward. Because yeah. it lets you not get shut out by decks that are just your complete, like... Kryptonite. Uh, yeah, like imagine if you're playing Baby. And, like, you're sitting across, I guess, like, if Cells, when Cell Circles around. Like, you just auto-lose. Because your, your worst matchup is, is, a grind, is a grindy hand destruction. And you don't have your Deborahs because you don't main deck them. Mm-hmm. Like, that, like, you just auto-lose at that point. Let's be fair. Uh, most places I've heard of do not play just best of one. We're one of the few places that exclusively plays best of one. That's because we also start at like <laughs> seven, like a lot of card shops. Except for like you guys, because you start on like Saturdays, right? No, no they we play Wednesdays. On, on Wednesdays. Oh, who the fuck plays on Saturdays? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, Empire Central will start playing on Saturdays, apparently. Oh, okay. And League City. Oh, Shout out to Empire Central. <laughs> But, uh, they took my team's name. <laughs> years in advance. <laughs> years in advance. But um, I don't know. We've had this name for almost twenty years. But uh, uh, I think it's a uh, it's touche. It's honestly like super healthy, and it also lets you play the game faster in official settings, which is why I think uh, playing these big events like the, like five hundred and twelve is more realistic because now you're not. Uh, playing for like an hour long where you have like an extra like 15 minutes because or 10 minutes for per the new ruling uh for um events and then you have the extra time where you're finding matches so it's like an hour 30 like whenever you start your game so your next game right realistically so it's not like you're killing yourself each game artist has his finger up he's gonna have a point he wants to bring up no 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 it has nothing to do with that i don't disagree with them yeah. uh the, I was going to add something about it. The the pre-side thing, a lot of people are saying that because of this, your main deck and your side don't really matter. They don't. Because you get to, you to make a 65-card deck. It, but, it does but matter in the way that Bandai's doing it. Because if, if you top, it does matter. Because you, you have to play best of three for top cut. Mm. So it does matter if you're intending to top. Which is why I like that. Which is why I like that, that caveat that Bandai did. Because... Because at the end of the day, it, your, your main deck wouldn't fucking matter. But so that's why I have like just like I love Ernest and Jonathan like my deck, um, for like a lot of my decks. But there's a reason why I have cards in my main and not in my side because it's like oh why don't you just sign this card anyway? It's like because I need something. I need this in my main deck. But if I get top sixteen, because I need to be able to have access to this card before I uh, go to side because I don't want to lose my first match because I don't have access to the card I really need. Yep. So. You don't want to play with a game down in top cut so like you need you still need to build your deck as if you're going into a best of three but know that your side deck is interchangeable for the first part of the tournament yeah which is why I'm like oh I'm just gonna put my horror harvest in the main deck and then just side them out like that that makes no fucking sense because if I play against the soul striker in my first top cut match those are just deck cards that I have to get rid of yep combo combo charge my auto (laughs) charge (laughs) my Vegeta super combos are dead (laughs) horror harvest or black Oh yeah, 
<laughs> Touche. I was thinking on the Soul Striker part. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's late. And, and, and ish, interesting thing you can do against Soul Striker that I realized a couple weeks ago is if you use the Android 17 negate that plays a red battle card from your drop area that's a mm-hmm. win cost, you can you can counter attack the the Soul Striker attack. And when and before they get to untap two, you can play the raddits from your drop area to make them lose an energy. Free advice, write it down. Because <laughs> it's not an auto; it's all part of the counter skill. Right, you have to resolve fully your negate, and then theirs would kick in. Yeah. Do they have a choice to untap? Is it up to yes. two? Yes. Okay, so so it makes them think twice about it, untapping it's, uh, anything. It's why the deck doesn't die to the super because it is up to two. Don't get fucked. Don't get fucked. <laughs> but um. Uh, I think, because um, we've been doing the Galaxy 2, we've been trying out the new Best of 1 format. Yeah. And honestly, I like it. It looks a lot more, like, it, it helps out a lot of decks so people just want to get curve song. I think this will help elevate the uh, casual player mm-hmm. quite a bit, because then if they if they get familiar with siding, and it helps every player, right? It gets you to start siding, uh, which that was a big thing I, I felt the last two, three years for Houston players going to best of three events is like we don't know what the fuck we're doing when we side this will give you an idea of like what are good staple cards for a sideboard unless you came from Yu-Gi-Oh yeah I think um, I think in general um, like Haru Haru has always been a big staple card for me Black Mask Saiyan uh, any generic like untapped staple like Raditz or Whis or Borgos I think siding in general is just a, a harder part of the format if you're a casual player because a lot of casual players hear good cards like Haru Haru and Black Ness Saiyan, and they just want to flood out their, their sideboard with all these black extra cards that are really good. But the problem with that is if you're playing not playing black, they're kind of dead if you open up like a hand of pure black. Which I've, you know, playing playing mean builds like Soul Striker Power Rangers, and I've had like five five black cards in hatch in my hand. I'm screwed going turn one because I have to charge my hatch now. And I'm not running... Um, Xeno Super Combo? Yeah, and I'm not running Xeno Super Combos <laughs> because I'm dumb. Um, but yeah. uh, it's just like stuff like that really does hurt. Yeah, I know. I've heard Mike from uh, Hermit Style mention that when he builds his his deck, he doesn't build a sideboard separately. He'll build a, a main deck of whatever. Like he'll mm-hmm. go from like a hundred cards and he'll start pulling cards out to where he gets to like the eighty or 75, That's 70, what I do. 65. He's like, okay, here's my sixty-five card deck. What fifteen cards can I push to the side? So everything flows smoothly. You're not just throwing in some random bullshit just for like counter por- like portions. And I thought that was really interesting for deck building. It's like oh, okay, that makes sense. I just like cards that are my deck that answer multiple problems and and and, and really cover like deck's weaknesses. Like um, like any deck that struggles with moving barrier, right? Like green in particular has a problem with moving barriers. So like any card in my sideboard that can answer barrier. I'll put in there, even if it's like a big cost. Like, cause sometimes barrier cards can make or break your your deck. Four so drop Frieza from like forever ago. Mm-hmm. Played it KO ignoring barrier. Yeah. Or you play like the three drop. Uh, uh, what is it? Three or free from set nine. You just play that. Pop a card ignoring barrier. You just play a bunch of those kind of cards, and you're and you're like, and it just makes you feel better going in as a green player. Because, you know, green does still struggle with with barrier for some reason. If you're going to a big event playing green, God bless you. God bless you, my <laughs> guy, because Bandai fucking hates you. King oh. Cold. 
King Cole. Dude, I was looking at like Piccolo de- leaders the other day because I saw like one of the old cards was basically a, a sales command man, but only for Piccolo leaders. Yeah, so I was just like, I'm gonna check out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that card was played candy. in um, whenever you played uh, Search Piccolo. Mm-hmm. That card was super goaded because you had. The interesting thing is now you have three cards that do that if you wanted to Realm play of the Piccolo. gods and Souls Earth mm-hmm. destroy them. Yeah. Imagine if Search Piccolo was still around. That deck would be the most fucking deck in the game. Brian, it's still around. It's not very good. <laughs> it's just, it's there. No, if you're not good, you're <laughs> hey, not it doesn't draw just like Cell Surge didn't draw. Yeah, but the problem is, is that fucking you needed it to you draw. You needed it to because you're playing like the two best colors in the game that want you to draw cards. Scry and draw. No, not just scry. <laughs> just play plenty of blue one drops. They all draw a card, but make sure the your energy is green. Make sure you get goaded with the socks. Blue green still, I think, is a very strong color combination. So they so just need another leader that isn't fucking androids because they just really love shoehorning androids in that color combination. So granted, there's only one person that's really good with that deck. Yeah, that's me. Well, there's a couple people who are good with a Android Twenty One, yeah. so I think that yeah. should be true. No, nobody, true. nobody in Houston. But uh, my buddy's pretty good with sixteen. He loves the deck to death. He, he does a pretty good job. Colin's pretty good with no, that too. Oh, yeah. There's a few people. Col- Colin loves those, those leaders. Oh, yeah. The whole reason why Colin plays the Colin is Colin's so much fun to play with. Yeah. The only reason why he plays the game is because of Android Twenty One came out and it was. Blue green and unfortunately they banned it and he hates it. Yeah. So he does everything he can to still play something, some version of it. I respect that. You think they'll ever unban Violent Predator? No. No. Unfortunately not. But Colin is collecting SPRs. He's got at least ten of them right now. You know why it's so expensive? Because you play it and unbanned, unrestricted. It's a win condition for you and beers. You can ramp up to it pretty quickly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Let's move on from this uh, Fab Format Fest thing. Uh, so there was some reveals. I know during the Power Hour, yeah, they really- they, uh, they revealed that there was going to be something like a new leader mechanic. I don't know exactly what it is, but they're like... It's like Z something, like Z Resonance. We, here, here on the Thinking Uncharted, we're the most professional motherfuckers here. We <laughs> halfway guess what the fucking card's called. <laughs> So we don't. Know I only saw doing. the trailer barely. Yeah, so. I remember that um, Bandai did talk about it. This um, is why we need Evan sometimes because he watched that trailer like a hundred times. Okay, so Dude, we're going to go into recite it Japanese s- semi Do you think it's a card that's going to be in your deck that you can like? No, I think that we're going to evolve gonna, over your leader when you draw it. I think we're going to see an extra deck. I think what's going to happen is. So, um, I recently got into other card games, um, and uh, there is a card game I got into called uh, Vanguard. A lot of people call it Vanguard. I played, uh, I can't remember what era that my friends are playing. I think it's G era. Um, so, you have this um, extra deck called, um, it's just your extra deck where you uh, basically um, ride your G cards. I think it's going to be something similar to that. These two probably don't know what I'm saying, and they probably think like I'm methed out. But, um, you are meant though. <laughs> basically, um, is it something similar to like Yu-Gi-Oh's no, extra deck? Not even close. Because oh. you play it and then it goes away immediately. Oh. Um, so basically, um, uh, I'm not gonna remember it verbatim because I am still learning the game. So all you Vanguard players probably know this way better than I do. Um, basically, um, uh, at the start of your turn, you can if you ha- if you meet the conditions to play from your extra deck, you can ride your um, leader 
by putting the card uh, from your G deck, uh, from your extra deck on top of your leader, and it's called like a, uh, it's like a, like it's basically from your extra deck. So I think it's gonna be something like that, where you meet a condition, but it's more like it's kind of a little bit more permanent, where you maybe get it for like until the end of your opponent's turn. So maybe it's like a smaller extra deck, but you can play it on top of your leader to get like a bigger boost, new effects, something like that. They they showcased it with uh, what the Goku and Piccolo from the Saiyan Saga, right? So it's probably gonna be like. Uh, the Goku leader, and it transforms into uh, the Piccolo leader, where he's doing the f uh, special beam cannon before he kills Goku and Raditz. So it's going to be something like that. And maybe there's a condition you got to meet, where you have to have, like, a Goku and a Raditz in your drop area. And then when you do, you can transform, you can you can go in your extra deck, and you can, like, Z resonance on top of your leader into the Piccolo leader for, like, a turn or two, and something like that. So maybe it's like maybe it's something like that is what I'm getting what, I, what I'm guessing. I hope it's not like that because there's too many cards that specify what your leader is, and if you have to put something different on top of your leader, it takes away from that part. Well, of that, the game. that's what I'm saying. It's not permanent, so you so you don't build your deck and you immediately get screwed over. You know, yeah, you, but if it, if it's gonna last till your like even if it's during your turn, there's a lot of leader locked. To it. Cards that might be in your deck that are just useless during your turn and during your opponent's turn. I have a, I have a counter argument for that. Be good at deck building. Well, if you're gonna, if, if that's a real statement too. If you're gonna put um, leader lock cards, you have to know when you can, and that's also gonna be like a, a thing that's like gonna that's gonna like you know hurt newcomers and people who are just casual players who like you know like you know still are struggling with deck building, which is a hard thing. I'm not gonna sit here and make fun of people because I wasn't good at deck building when I first started. When I first started playing card games, it, it's a well, hard sure. it's a hard thing to, to do is to understand where you don't want to just shove all the good shit in your deck and then you just can't play anything because you're not even running an engine. Like, so I, I agree with that, but like if if they're gonna put something on top of your leader, I don't want it to change the character name. I, I want it, I would like it to be something that is like you put this on top and it gains the traits of the card underneath it, so that you still have the the right leader technically, even though it's like. I mean, it could also do that. I mean, yeah. it could be like Piccolo, like the Saiyan Saga. Let's go back to the Saiyan Saga. It could be Saiyan Saga Piccolo, and while this card is like Z Resonance over your leader, it still counts as a Goku card for the purpose of checking for skills. Yeah. Something like that. Like, I mean, if it's something like that, then I don't mind, yeah, because yeah. then it doesn't change. It's yeah. kind of like the old Boo that gained uh, Gohan's effects if it was underneath yeah. them. Something like that. I think, yeah, because that's okay. also where I got the idea from is that Boo, because I was like, because I'm, I'm, I'm building uh, my Goat format deck finally. Mm -hmm. I'm just not being lazy about But, um,. Uh, and I remember the boo existed, and then we were talking. Me and my, me and a couple of friends were talking about it, and I was talking. We were like, they were talking about Vanguard because one of the sets dropped for premium, and um, uh, I was just like, well, what if this was like, well, I, then I was like, well, I got an idea. What if it's gonna be like this where you can just, you know, it's like it's like the, your extra deck from G era where you can just play it on top of it if you need a certain condition later in the game. It's something you can't do early in the game because that'd be kind of like either really bad or really broken, and then they're just gonna get rid of it like like a surge because. Um, you know, Bandai's a bunch of fucking cowards. <laughs> but, um... I so think this do you think it'll of... add an extra 5k to your leader? So, like, I if think... you're on your unawakened side, you're 15, or if you're on your awakened side, it's a 20? I think, um... I think, uh... Some will and some won't. I think, um... I think it, it's gonna be, Give me um, a good Bulma. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, um... You, like, like, so all this is speculation. None of us know yeah. what it will be at the end of the day. Well, uh, I, I did hear that the next starter decks will have something that uh, relates to this. Like, it will pre preview this. Yeah. Oh, kind, of like, kind of like with Unison. Remember how we got the deck? That uh, fun fact, by the way, remember when um, 
the card fest was supposed to be uh, Unison Warrior only format, and you couldn't play Yellow Vegeta or um, the uh, or the, uh, the the Green Go uh, Go Tanks, yep. uh, the Red Go Tanks Unison, because they weren't they weren't uh, Unison Warrior format cards, <laughs> and they, but they were Unisons. It's gonna be something like that probably. Where it's gonna be, uh, I just made a bunch of those because I just smashed my hand into the table. <laughs> but uh, I think it's gonna be something like that. Um, I am, uh, I am interested to see this Z resonance kind of thing. Uh, Jonathan is bringing up some kind of foldable Majibu card. Yeah, so I, I wanted to bring this up as an idea. Um, so what I'm thinking, what they might do is they're gonna give us this leader that's double sided like normal, right? Mm-hmm. But it's gonna be folded double card mm-hmm. remember those big cards they gave us for like set four mm-hmm. um, so in, what's going to happen is you have your standard side and on the back is the awakened side and then like when you hit like a critical point of your deck like two life or less or you have x amount of battle cards or energy then you can open your leader up into this like mega form something um, that's that like would this, be pretty cool but like they'd have to do these as like you couldn't put them in packs yeah They'd have to be part of the starter deck or something. And I don't think that's what they're doing. They're not doing starter decks. Yeah. So I don't know how they would do that. Maybe box toppers would probably be the best way to do them in booster boxes. Is you could pull a, Just a like box topping leader. Like the set board leaders. Right. So it's like, uh, I hate to say this in Pokemon terms, but like those Mega Evolve, like GX, <laughs> whatever bullshit things. Oh, there's a card that is called a break. If you look it up, I think that's like, that's kind of close to what you're talking about. It's like a, uh, anybody who plays Pokemon, Pokemon, the Pokemon break cards. I guess so. Um, I'm not a Pokemon guy, but it's just what I could think of. But that would be an idea that would make the most sense where you wouldn't have to, like, add a card from your deck. Right? It's just already there. And it gives you a third dimension because it's folded. Uh, but what I could also see is, like, if you draw into a card, let's say they were trying to make dual color come back. It's like, hey, you have a a green Goku, and you draw into this card that goes on top of your leader card. It's like a secret rare or like a unique ultimate whatever tag, Um, like limit one per deck. And when you put it on top of your leader, it becomes red-green, and it's got Piccolo. So you have a Namekian and a Saiyan, Piccolo and Goku, and you get all these perks or whatever. Like, I could see it going one of those two directions, because they really wanted to, like... I guess um, that could be push. A, a better way to make the surge decks again, but not be surge. But this would like, be much harder to pull off. Yeah. But this is what they were trying to push for, like those teamwork type things. Mm-hmm. What if they did front side was Goku, back side was Piccolo, and then you open into Piccolo Goku, like on these foldable cards. Uh, and for the people listening, they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> but uh, what game was that? This I is know Dragon it's Ball Z score. This is the Panini game, right? This is Score. What's the difference between Score and Panini? Panini was the reprint. Oh, really? They completely took over the Score game and printed it. I didn't know that. So this was the OG. So if you're familiar with the Panini game, Score did it first. uh, And then Panini just redid it. Uh, So I played the Score game growing up. So that's... I only really play Dragon Ball card games. I don't play really any other card games. But he never uh, knows what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> uh, so this is something that they introduced like a few sets in where like you're the starter deck leaders 
would have like a, uh, a front side and then they would open into like a second form, but you would stack. So in this picture, my mouse isn't working, but there's like three or four <laughs> other cards here. Mm-hmm. You would evolve your leader mm-hmm. over and over when you hit a certain anger level. There's like a sword and all this shit. So that's cool. It would evolve over itself, right? And you could go up to like level five or level six of a leader. It was really fun. Um, obviously, we don't do that in, in Bandai's game. But this is something I can see them trying to do. Don't copy your Bandai old, likes, old likes to have fun. Don't copy old Dragon Ball Z games that got discontinued. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but I'm interested in seeing what they do here. And I, I don't know if you guys remember, a year or two ago when we recorded an older episode, might have been episode seven, we talked about Be adding fun. like, uh, <laughs> before you were here, adding like, artifacts like adding a z sword or like patara earrings or something someone, someone did bring that up someone did talk about equipment yeah team it, berserk it, did yeah did. That it could be an equipment deck and i kind of like i kind of like that because there are there are a lot of cool like you know equipment cards like the z sword or scouters or, the, or goku staff yeah goku staff nimbus cloud and that's mm-hmm. like uh, uh and uh the the sand pod the healing pod there's a lot of stuff that like people really kind of forget in the background that was really cool especially because like, i did watch a lot of dragon ball at the og dragon ball growing up right and uh, i do like the like when the red ribbon army's red band yeah red ribbon armor actually not, not even a joke that could be a card like if you're armor yeah saiyan armor yeah saiyan armor like stuff like that like i i like that kind of stuff yeah so if they if they bring up that kind of stuff, Kefion sword, Z sword, they'd be kind of like equip cards from Yu-Gi-Oh. Freezes pod, the flying pod. Yeah, you could like pay like a certain cost and have the equipment, and the equipment could be like it could be attackable. It could have like some, you can only take like so many hits, or can only take like a hit that's like from this power level before it like breaks. So it's just. Probably... I was about to say that they should do more like something like stadiums, but we have field cards and they don't do very much with those. And when they do, it's usually a leader locked thing that you can't really do much with outside that deck. Would you create a new section on the on the battle area for equipment if we did it? No, I think it would be. Um, actually, I think Bandai, yeah, would, Bandai it probably shouldn't would. be on the battle area. Bandai, Bandai probably would, but I wouldn't. I would just say it's 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 attached to your leader. And, uh, so you treat it like equipment or not equipment, uh, uh, enchantments and magic. Kind of something like that, where it doesn't like enchantment auras. Yeah, it's attached to your leader. I think they should treat them kind of like the surge cards did, like the surge leaders. Give it an effect underneath, like put it uh, on top of your leader or next to your leader, something like that. And then it has an effect that you can discard it from your leader to do something. That's fair. That's fair. I, I can agree with that as well. And like, but like I said, a lot of uh, we have a lot of stipulations on what's happening with this new kind of like system. This like is something we want. Well, it's not something we think is happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Uh, <laughs> we have no confirmation of the Z something leader skill. That this something that's supposed to be coming out next set. Now, uh, Ryan just shared with me this picture. It's actually in our team chat, uh, our podcast chat. It's uh, the upcoming products of 2022. This was. Brought to us by Super Combo. Shout out to Super Combo. I was loving the two organized lists. They're, they they definitely are uh, new player friendly. Yeah, I love them. Uh, collector set supposed to come out next month. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I, I think really it's going to be delayed. Be, I really hope it does, to be honest, just because I want the cards that are in it. But Well, I, I have I have five packs coming in. Playset. Yeah, five. Holy shit. Playset plus one to keep, you know, dead stock. So you get one to play with, like a set, and then one to just keep on the shelf. But there's an ultimate deck coming in April, which is part of the fast cards, I believe. 
And then uh, there is Ultimate Squad, which is Universe Warriors Block 8, Set 17. This is where we're talking about the new leader effect. So in a couple months, we'll, we'll find out, I'm sure, in the next coming weeks of stuff. But there's this... There's a bunch of stuff coming. and Okay, the Steam Selection set. I don't think I saw this before. You think it's going to be like Magnificent Collection? That's what I'm thinking, because like the Magnificent Collection was like... All reprints from Universe Warrior. Yeah, it was like with a... With our new artworks, 15 cards each. Yeah, it was like this like really nice like sides, side kind of product that they had that was actually pretty cool. So was... Vegeta's Final Flash, and then the Goku's uh, Blue Kamehameha card that's in the Ramp Vegeta card is on here. But these are, of course, just placeholder images. Yeah, because you can also see uh, Six Drop Vegeta... And you can see a uh, five drop go to unison. Well, these also aren't cards from the Universe Warrior block. Those cards are from Universe Warrior block. No. The yeah, they are the Kamehameha and the Final Flash. The, the Final Flash Kamehameha, no, but the, the 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 Goku and the Vegeta are. Yeah, yeah, those are, but the Final Flash and the Goku Kamehameha are not. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, that that yeah, but this is um, this is uh, the, those two cards are. So those cards might get a reprint. Okay, so the big thing we wanted to talk about which happens to be on this picture summer 2022 set 18 four new starter decks for a new block so we're getting out of the unison warrior block right yeah. mm-hmm. and this is uh four leaders rebooted also just a uh, point ahead uh all that stuff is not officially confirmed and it could all change correct yes. everything is subject to change including release dates and product information but what everybody's assuming here is there's a red a blue a green and a yellow deck they're all going to be rebooted leaders. Uh, Red, it looks like it's going to be Pain GT. And I know Let's there's somebody that. here who's very excited for that. It's not Ryan. me. Ryan. <laughs> uh, it's not me because it's not Vegito. Blue is rumored to be set to Trunks, a.k.a. Storm format. Which trunks. I am Wrong set about. two leader, Bandai. Yeah. Wrong yeah. set two But leader. I am excited for Trunks. Vegito. Because uh, I did Give like, me two Reds. Because I did like... Uh, Do it. I did play Trunks for set two when it came out because I, I, I like drawing a lot of cards. I agree. Now, the last two are the most questionable. Green is supposed to be draft box green go tanks before the uh, set go tanks came out. And then yellow is supposed to be God knows why. Set three, childhood Goku that turns into a great ape. And it's like the effect is uh, when you search swing search top 10 for a Bulma and add it to your hand. Yeah, so just the one drop bubble that gets a Dragon Ball, right? Um, one that's on a little, one that's on a little scooter card. I don't think it searches for a Dragon Ball. I think it just draws a card. Yeah. But yeah. So there's a few Bulma cards that come out, but mainly it's like a red-yellow because there's a bunch of Bulmas that are not Bulma. They're like Bulma Future, Bulma GT, whatever. So Hopefully they put it to where they can search any version of Bulma. Right. Uh, we'll see. What do you guys think of four reboots for starter decks? I think we're. I'm thinking. I'm probably glad they're doing a mass reboot because they did it with set uh, nine, but they put it in the set. Yeah, but they did it. I, I would rather them do reboots in starter decks instead yeah. of the. Well, it gives it more set. of like a, yeah. you know, engine. Yeah. But it also lets them reprint. Uh, Give you reprint, reprint, reprint stable stable cards. cards that are good with the deck. So like, let's say. I uh, thought it was interesting whenever the Bardock reboot came out. And the new one was about to be in the store. I was talking to Don, the the vaults uh, shop uh, owner. Shop owner, and he was like, "Well, what leader are they rebooting?" And I pointed at the old starter deck because he still has some on the shelf. I go, "That one." 
There have been a lot of good staples in the and that one and in the Vegeta Star deck. Yeah. Because they reprinted Yamcha and they reprinted um, uh, the, Tag Team Trunks. Yeah. Topo. Yeah, Topo. Topo. El Topo so, Loco. So with Pan, they could reprint. Or no, Topo was the, the, the ultimate deck. They could the reprint one. stuff like Wolf Fang Fist and mm-hmm. other, just other good cards in general. Like Arrival Goku, they could reprint as well. So don't I, put Piccolo Junior Unison in that. They're going to. Don't do it. They're going to. I, I actually on. agree now that you, you guys have persuaded me in making me think this was a good idea. Uh, I actually thought they should have just put them in the sets, like box toppers, like before. <laughs> I don't like the, the that idea specifically because um, a um, uh, a because it, it, what it does is it, it causes a probability for pulling. And you could just not pull, and you might have to just buy the uh, one, and it could be expensive. Like, remember when Gohan was expensive? Because it was the best, it was like literally meta defining, it was, it was, it was, and it was expensive. It's been banned in both formats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and now, oh my god, yeah, you're right. Now you can't, you can't put the best of one now. Imagine if they didn't have that ruling. Holy crap. Completely banned. That's funny. But, um, oh, it, it also just allows it for decks. So a lot of people who, who played in older formats that got out but want to come back in because they see these old decks that they played like Pan or Go Tanks or Storm because I played Storm. I played Go Tanks. You know, people here play Pan. You know, they're like, oh, I remember playing this old deck. I kind of want to play it now, but I don't have like, you know the money to get all these staple cards. Well, bam, the Pan's decks got Wolf Fang Fist, Piccolo Juniors, Arrival Goku's, Yamcha's, or you've got the uh, the Trunks deck that's got the Boo Unison, the Trunks Counterplay, the Ultra Instincts, the D Mags. Um, there's like all that kind of stuff that's why I, I like um, the starter deck box a bit more Realm of the God reprints those are coming in here yeah Realm of God you know, by the way Realm of God this is probably going to be the staple card that they're going to reprint all so, the so time. speaking of reprints though one thing that I think Bandai should should notice by now is the community loves reprints but not too many of the same card I, no, we love the same card. No, please, we, no. please give me more heroic prospects. Stop that. I need more dormant. They, they potentials. will think you're serious. Stop that. They give don't me listen more to dormant us. potentials. Stop that. <laughs> uh, can we talk about the uh, fact that one of these ones, the seventeen, apparently has uh, the return of the god rare? Return mm. of the god. Return of the god rare. So return. This is of where we get Goku. The god rare. As a god rare. We're probably gonna get Goku as a god rare. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think Goku will be a god rare? Why is this so small? Uh, because I can't save the photo for some reason because my wife be what? My pho- <laughs> what did you say that? <laughs> I really wanted to make it that's what she said joke. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so summer Cut this 2022 set 18 new block new type of card Z leaders. So, this is called a Z leader. The thing that we were like Z something. I called this I called the Z Return of the God Rare and then Zeno SS Z Evolve Vegito. If I was going to guess what a god rare would be, it would probably be SS4 Vegito. No, I'd be okay with Vegito. I would be okay with Gogeta. I would not really be okay with Goku, but I assume it's going to be Goku. What if it's Bulma? <sighs> Thank you. It's going to be a special guest. Oof. <laughs> Zeno. Zeno Bulma. Zeno Bulma. Zeno Chi-Chi. Jeez. An actual strong version of Chi-Chi. Now, how do we feel about there being not a black starter deck? This that set. Bando, do you hate black? Do you hate black? I, I think the last two starter decks that were black, they they realized that it was a dangerous thing to do because they were both very aggro. One of them is still a semi-good deck. The other one is okay. Uh, in the in the right hands, it's really good, but. 
talking to you, Eric. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, like that, those two leaders, I think they realize that starter decks that are black are just a little too powerful, so they'd rather just do it in the the main sets. I agree. So, I think that you know this is coming out in the summer, right? So we're talking August. Because if uh, twenty sorry set seventeen is coming out in May, and they skip these every three months because Wrong of the Gods came out technically March, because um, it got delayed, then I think we're looking at an August September release date for this, which makes sense. Yeah, uh, we're just going to completely skip over set seventeen, uh, which is support for Android Ultimate deck featured featuring warrior groups from various eras, including Cooler's Armored Squadron. Let's not ignore this because this is I'm gonna ignore it. Personally for me, <laughs> the jank builder is excited. Cause uh cooler is just a terrible fucking set altogether. Like cooler. set two, set three, yellow cooler. God awful. But what if he gets a reboot? I'm excited to see because they've mentioned that there is gonna be machine mutant support. And I don't I don't care if it's red baby support or not. I really want Dr. Mew support. Now can we get a real though? I'm actually like, a real leader would be dope. I want it to be, I want it to be Rildo when he has the drill arm on the front, and then when he awakens, he's like the it's Drildo. It's like Rildo. Mecha deal, Rildo. <laughs> but it's him, like where he's like infused with the planet, because that's really cool. Yeah. Give give us a good Doctor Mew red though. leader. What's up? I said, give us a good Doctor Mew red leader. Give us a good build. Give us a Rildo leader. I think a Rildo leader is is feasible. Um... I really do think that set seventeen seems like it's gonna be fan service. If from if you if you read this description, featuring warrior groups from various eras. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like you know what that means? We're gonna get another Ginyu Force and it's gonna be another fucking color. Mm. Because they just don't like giving Ginyu Forces a single. What do we need now? Just blue, isn't it? Blue and black. Blue and black? Blue. blue. Okay. No, if they did if they make a black Ginyu Force, it needs to be a Xeno. Just because I think it'd be really cool, and they can make them a little different. There you go. Um, I would love to see Parra Parra Brothers make a fucking showing. The uh, the, the the name we originally were going to go with the podcast. You can we throw were, them. What if we get like a fourth person on here, and then we got artists we can't kick off the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marco, they miss you. You know, he's he's too busy <laughs> making money on moves. I miss you too. Uh, I guess one last important thing before we do shout outs. Reboot set two Vegito. Yeah, where's our reboot set two Vegito? Where is it, Bandai? Yeah, we we need it. Where is he? Do it. Not viable on this podcast. But uh yeah, reboot set two Vegito. Alright, uh we will go to shout outs. Um I guess I will start us off. Shout out to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Salt Boys, uh, the most down to earth team that I know of. Cool guys. Uh, shout out to Ryan. Shout out to to Ernest and their their respective teams. Uh, definitely feels good to be back on the podcast grind. I will say that. Uh, shout out to Alter Ego in Baytown. Uh, they're a great shop, and you should check them out if you're in the area. That was a good shop. I actually went to them uh, for. Uh... I think, it was a, I think I went there for the box tournament, yeah. Yeah, uh, we, yeah we went there for that, the, 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 yeah, the, the, one, I the Mythic Booster tournament. Yeah, the Mythic Booster one. I got second on that one. I, yeah, I'll take a lot of good stuff. 
I did horrible. Yeah, you did pretty good. I did terrible. I was like, what the hell? I took my Nats deck and did horrible. It was actually more that I got draws because we had less time than what I needed to finish out Ascension on game. That was so funny. Did you get back to back sin? Yes. Yeah, that was funny. And I've never lost a best of three to a sin player ever until Jose, and I lost because of time. Never forget but the time. Good job, Jose. Ernest walked up to me and said, I've never lost to a reboot Gohan player. This will be easy. It's 2 0. Damn, bro. Huh? Remember? Whenever uh, you were playing Jose for the belt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can watch how he's going to play reboot Gohan. You're like, I, I gave be, up on that game. I'll be fine. I really did. I even, I told, I told, me and Jose talked about that, too, and I was like, bro, I just I just didn't care after I saw the, the leader. I was like, yeah, I'm done. But, um. I wanted to have a really good game. I didn't expect to have a. One of the worst matchups I could have. I told you that was our worst matchup. But uh, I want to shout out to, uh, definitely shout out to the team, Team Rays. Uh, definitely excited for all of us, for Full Force going to Arlington. Uh, shout out to um, uh, Galaxy Gaming, Omar, Sam, Yaz, everybody out there who works there. So the, the, one of the best shops in all of uh, the United States of America. And all the uh, amazing countries that aren't Russia. <laughs> I love being controversial. Let's, let's not be political. I love being controversial. Let's, let's, let's not be political. But, uh, definitely so you're saying out. Russian shops are better? Russian shops are infinitely worse. Shout out to Ukraine <laughs> shops. <laughs> but uh, definitely shout out to all the shops in uh, in, the Tex- in the Texas area. Definitely shout out to... Oh, and I do want to shout out uh, 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 Harmon Style Jimmy's podcast. Uh, he did the uh, charity live stream. Uh, they were shooting for uh, uh, one thousand. Yeah. yeah, they shoot for a thousand. They they lower shot their goal by five hundred. Yeah, I think it was, was like six hundred actually. Was it six hundred? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah six hundred. They super super great podcast. You took a pie to the face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was super great. Uh, a lot of great uh, content creators on there. Uh, our boy Evan was on there, um, and it was just it was overall. I think it was um, a, a complete like an overall arcing success. And I think uh, Jimmy was definitely one of the best uh, content creators to uh, do this kind of thing because. I do feel like he is a focal point for the community when it comes to content creation. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely definitely big shout-outs to him. Uh, I did watch it uh, when I got home from, because I was out at Brandon's that day, but I definitely did watch it when I got home. I Jimmy's watched what people. I could. I, I didn't get to watch a lot of it, but I, I watched what I could. Yeah. It was, um, I definitely think that um, he did something extremely nice. And Team Hermit style stacked right now. They really it really are. is. Yeah. Like, go Hermit style. Like, you guys. Oof. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, they're all, all always. I always love uh, talking to me, those guys. Yeah, everybody in there is pretty cool. I, I, I've talked to Sublit until like three o'clock in the morning. Like whenever him and some people were test playing, and we were all just hanging out in the Discord on there. Like those, those guys are really cool. For sure. Give out your shout outs, buddy. Oh, my shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> is this finally my turn? <laughs> hey, right, you going, buddy? <laughs> About to edit you out, bro. If you don't start. <laughs> All right, shout out to my team, Empire. Uh, shout out to the guys right here, Ryan and, and Jonathan, their teams too. Uh, everybody's pretty cool. Um, shout out to everybody else in Houston that none of us uh, really shouted out. So everybody else. <laughs> um, 
for once, Jonathan didn't say shout out to the haters. So let's give let's give them a shout out. <laughs> My bad. Shout out to the haters. All these people that don't know who we are. One time for the uh, one time. <laughs> okay, here's just our sexy Nojutsu stuff. Go with the sauce. <laughs> We're gonna need a little bit more marketing here because there's apparently some pe- some people that don't know who we are. So hopefully we can get some more more shout outs. There. I gotta go talk to Manscaped. See if we can get some yeah, sponsorship. Jimmy actually got the sponsorship of <laughs> yeah. So now I gotta buy the product because I gotta support Jimmy now. I get twenty percent off though, so we'll be alright. Yeah. Oh, uh, I guess one last thing. There is a case tournament uh, in April with Airfare Gaming, so it'll be after a lot of this stuff has kind of settled down. So mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it already, check out Trey Fair Claw's event. Um, but uh, no. yeah, check it out. We'll see what's going on. It should be a really good event. And uh, I think that's going to be it. So 